0: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Hope you guys have had a wonderful 2023. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we are already well into 2023. So I hope the Lord has been doing some great things in your life. I know he has in mine and I wanted to, you know, send some encouragement out today to the body and hopefully share some things about uh, self-control that I have learned, as well as some things about the Lord's nature. So I can already hear people like zoning out. Please hear me out. <laughs> I know self control is not the uh, the you know hottest topic or whatever. It doesn't really sound appealing, but it's actually a very very important fruit of the spirit that enables us to calm ourselves down and hear from the Lord when things are a little rough. And so, before we get started, we're also going to take a quick look at God's nature and kind of explore some cool things about uh, the nature of of our Father, and that really I hope impact our lives and help us help you guys relate to Him in a more uh, uh, fluid manner than religion. Because I kind of grew up with this whole religious thing, but I'll explain that in detail in a second. But let me just pray real quick, you know, for our time together. So, Father, thank you for your body. Thank you for your kids. You love them very much, and thank you for just the the trials you have taken me through, and the things you have built in my life. Um, and I just pray that you will help uh, help people to hear and understand. Uh, you know, speak through their speak to their hearts, through their pain, through you know crazy circumstances like you did mine. That you would help them to hear what uh, what the Spirit is saying to them. In Jesus name. All right, great. So let's start. And like I said before, uh, the whole takeaway of this is we're going to learn about self control, but we're going to focus on some of the natures, the nature of God, and how that affects our daily life. Um, And so for me, I kind of had this cool run in with the Lord where I moved from, (coughs) excuse me, or I guess I could say I had a better understanding of how religion growing up, I grew up denomination, uh, you know, Christian. Um, Presbyterian and some I think Methodist and some other ones and I love what I got from them Um, a really firm foundation of scripture I think I've talked about that some of my previous podcasts but um, I didn't feel like I was always equipped to relate with God or maybe I didn't feel just uh, that I could only come to God you know when when a list of rules was checked off or you know when if i had sinned or if i had done something i didn't you know something bad i wasn't able to approach him um, but he turns out he's actually very approachable it's the exact opposite and so you know christ died to set us free from all that and so in christ we are completely reconciled to the father i think go look that that scripture up this just came, just came to mind um, so there is nothing now between us. If you're in Christ, if you receive Christ as your Savior, there is. N- and I feel like this is for people, there is nothing between you and God. There's nothing between you and the Father, nothing between you and Jesus, and nothing between you and the Holy Spirit. You are fully reconciled to God through Christ's sacrifice, Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. So that opens a tremendous, that basis alone, and I'll see if I put that scripture in the footnotes and the that alone should blow our minds it blows my mind we actually live in that reality where we are completely acceptable in god's sight he doesn't see our sin he doesn't see our messes he completely sees us in our pure righteousness like he, just like he's looking at jesus so that's a really good you know truth <laughs> to focus on in a really good moment uh you know it's it's amazing and so uh, now, I want to look at some scripture verses, and let's kind of lay the basis for some things um, for how, how do we receive from God, you know, so I'm in this, I'm in Christ, I'm in this new, this I have a new man, I'm in this new relationship with the Lord, and what exactly do I need to do, you know, how do I get stuff from Him, or what is that like, is it hard, is it easy, uh, do I have to do things, or can I just receive them, you know, so what, so let's look at scripture, uh, 2 Peter 1.3, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation, says, everything we could ever need for life and godliness, life and godliness, has already been deposited in us by His divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing Him who has called us by name and invited us to come to Him through a glorious manifestation of His goodness. Does that not just blow your mind? So what is scripture? What is Peter talking about? What revelation did Peter receive about Jesus and His sacrifice, about our current standing in Christ. Everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already, in the past, been deposited in us by His divine power. So there's your answer. So there's no... Now, we, we do things to appropriate this. We go to God, but we don't go to God to get all this stuff. It's already been given to us in Christ. It is, you know, the, the food's in the pantry, so to speak. Uh, we, we have the keys to all this. Uh, I'm trying to think just fun metaphors. Like it's, we already have it in Christ. We don't have to earn this. This was given to us freely. And I can already hear some people, you know, in your hearts are saying like, okay, well, I have trouble relating to God and it's totally okay. Like I, I went through a whole process when I first found a a spirit led church in college where I had to get used to the Holy spirit speaking to me. And, you know, I had to practice giving prophetic words. I had to practice hearing his voice. And so not, you know, Religion, I kind of feel like and guess in my life was kind of like you, you do it or you don't right it's like a list you do or you don't, you do this rule or you don't you mess up or you know you, you do right or you sin that kind of thing um well not you know not sin, but you know it's it's kind of you know on or off one there zero uh black and white <clears throat> but what what great place that we have been put into Christ is that we you don't want to say it like this but you can basically you get you get to you get to love the learning being like putting on your Christ nature and you, you're okay. It's okay if you make mistakes. Uh, so we are, we're going from a, you know, trying to get shift our mindsets from a list of things to do, uh, or get right or get wrong to, I am now exploring this with Christ. And now I get to, um, you know, everything, all my mistakes are covered, um, by his blood. And so that is a wonderful, wonderful place and a wonderful truth. Uh, to experience and, you know, in belief, because that covers our whole life. And so I'm going to tie this all back into self-control in a second, but let's look at some two more verses, because now, you know, we're free to approach God. I feel like people are getting it. So we're free to approach God. We're free to go to him. And we're realizing that we have all these treasures and keys and gifts stored up for us already that we're learning how to walk in. And so I wanted to highlight <clears throat> more of God's nature to help us. And so we're looking at James 1, to 5-6. says, And if anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom, and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your faithfulness, but he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. What a wonderful verse. What a wonderful God. Do you hear the heart of God in that for you? It's like, if anyone longs to be wise, if you have a need or desire, ask God for it, the wisdom, and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom the thing you wanted so we can you know substitute self-control or any fruit of the spirit really as an opportunity to scold you over your failures but he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace and we know grace is the empowering presence of God i know there's a lot of definition going around in the church about grace but simply put in this case it's you know god's influence directed on your heart you know to bring righteousness about in your life you know, like you, you die to your flesh on the cross, on all your flesh, and that old sin nature is gone, and so you are walking in His grace that empowers you to, you know, Jesus, the Holy Spirit empowers you through His grace to walk out the life of Christ in you, I guess we could say. And now, let's look at Jeremiah 33.3. 3. Call to me, and I will answer you, and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. What I love about this is that, do you, get, do you kind of hear the father's, you know, the voice like, call to me and I will answer you and tell you you know, searchable things you do not know. Do you feel the longing in his heart for his kids to ask him things? And so even though Jeremiah is getting this revelation and talking about something specific, this reveals the heart of the father towards us. If we look back at James, so if we look back at 2 Peter, he's already given us everything we need to live a godly life. If we look at James, he won't scold us for our failures but will give us his generous grace um and then jeremiah it's like you can ask him for stuff and he's totally okay with that he's begging us his kids to come and ask him for things and so i think i hope that's kind of landing and people are understanding so let's look at this how do we tie this into self-control so if you in your daily life this is how i've kind of done it so in my life the lord has always led me in seasons specific things. You know, I've never, you know, he's our good shepherd who leads us to still waters. That I think it's like Psalm 23 or whatever. Um, And so I'm always following the Lord through adventure and through what he has for me. And he is always highlighting what we're learning. Uh Some days, you know, some days I'm learning joy. Some days I'm learning peace. So it always, you know, he's always kind of, there's an ebb and a flow. You're moving in the spirit. And so if, we're, if we want self-control, if you're, if you feel like that's what you need, Because the Lord will always... You know, just go ask Him. And He'll always tell you what He's building or what He's going to do in your life. He's good like that. Um, So maybe... You've got... You know, maybe you've got uh, an addiction in your life that you're wanting to get over. You know, maybe you've seen some things. Maybe you have an eating habit you want to get over. Uh, Even though self-control is way more than just, you know, tangible things. I'm just using that as an example that people can relate to Um, because self-control also helps us kind of control our emotions in turbulent times and it really calms us down but regardless so if you're like okay man I need some more self-control in my life like either this thing's running wild or I just need to be able to like be still for you know I need I need help you can just go to God and I hope people feel that you know, there's no formula for it, but I hope people feel and get the basis. You can go in your God time, just in your prayer closet, in your quiet time, soaking with Him. You can go and ask Him. Uh, you know, Lord, I, I, Father, I need, I need your self control. What do you want to do in my life? How do you want to handle this? And that, that posturing of your heart, one will actually enable the Lord. You know, you've humbled yourself, you've come before Him, you know you're loved. That'll actually, you'll be actually able to receive power into your life. And it's way better than over, you know, beating yourself up in a corner when you fail. I think so, especially in like Western Christianity and in my generation when I've grown up and what I've seen around the church, people have this thing where they beat themselves up, uh, you know, when they, when they can't measure up to, you know, God's standards, that's how they see it. And it's like, of course, no, none of us can measure up. We all fell short. But Jesus has made a way for us to live, you know, live in righteousness and it's it's as we focus on Him and focus on what the Spirit can do in our lives. And so I hope this has really encouraged people. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, please feel free you know to reach out. But I you know let me just see if I can leave you guys with one you know final encouragement. You know these things take time, and you know sometimes we've all seen healings where you know God frees somebody from addictions in an instant. You know who's, who was addicted to drugs. And that's great. And I love that. I love when God does that. And it's usually because those people would have, you know, they were so entrenched in something that they needed divine, you know, some assistance to get out so they could restore their lives. You know, sometimes God just does things and he's God and I'm totally okay with that. But there is also some things to be built as you walk out with the Lord, what's going on. So for instance, like, instead of, to put it simply, instead of God just like snapping his fingers and giving you self-control, you could walk with Him on a couple-month process, you know, month by month, and you could gain, every time you go to Him for self-control, you could gain, you know, you build your relationship with Him. You know, He tells you other things. You spend time with Him. There are so many things you could build in the process. You you, you get to hear His voice. You know, you get to practice that. There are so many things. God, God is amazing. The Holy Spirit's a genius, and He can fit so many things uh, into, you know, your life and what He's doing. And so I love you guys. I think that works. And I hope you guys have a great week.